All right, back at the home studios. Back home. Back home. Fewer barrels. Fewer logistical nightmares. <laughs> Still logistical nightmares. Oh, very, very, Just very much fewer. many. Actually, it was really it was smooth over there. It was actually more smooth than tonight. Than yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would have who would have thunk? Yeah. Uh, one chord. One chord could to make rule them all. One chord. Well, we have all that exciting news and more. But before <laughs> we can get into that, ladies and gentlemen, we have to get into this beer. So, Obi, tell the people what we're drinking tonight. Tonight we have a Delirium Black Barrel Aged Limited Edition 2020. Uh, this is from the family brewery. Wig. 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 Wig Brewery. I just figured out. It's actually not pronounced. Wig. Uh, it's from Belgium. They've been brewing since 1654. 1654. Um, this is 11.5% ABV. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take me a little while to open this bad boy up. So, uh, you know. Don't, don't, don't fucking. What are you doing? Sit. <laughs> <laughs> don't point it at me. I'm getting the wrapper <laughs> off. Relax. You worry too Point much. Point it that way. You worry too much. There we go. My name is Marco Dupa. This freak who's going to take an eye out is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? And this is episode 301 of the One Beer In podcast. Yeah. It was much better than before. Good job. I poured a little fast and loose. A little fast and loose. Just a little bit. Now, that's okay, because I'll get good at it, and then I'll be the designated pourer. Okay. I'm going to have to. For my new job. Oh. Well, you know where I got this from? Where? Take a guess. My new job? Red light, red light. Yay! Very exciting stuff. We'll get into that, but... uh. Let's get into these first. Cheers, friendo. Cheers. <sighs> mm. <sighs> Make you know, I'm 30 years old and making exaggerated porn noises. <laughs> just never gets old to me. Yeah, no. Just a little. Uh. That's what happens when you grow up in the uh, the extreme generation. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's 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 what you consider humor. Yeah, when you grow up in that generation, You're like ah, shove it. Ah, <laughs> uh. just, uh, just a little. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're <laughs> not even a preteen. No, yeah, <laughs> you're like nine, and you're like. Suck it! it. I definitely, for years, didn't know what that actually meant. 
Yeah. I mean, I had an inclination, but it just never crossed my mind. I mean, they were, it just never crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know you could, I didn't even know you did that. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you find out? When? Yeah. Well, the first time I didn't know. Uh, When did I find out? It's a little, it's weird. It's one of those things that's like, um, for me, I never had the talk, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm surprised by that, actually, because you come from a a family of uh, medical professionals. Well, and they were always so, I don't want to say cavalier, but nonchalant about it, kind of casual about it. Yeah. I mean, they just really, for some reason, trusted us. They just shouldn't (laughs) have done that, you know? Yeah. Especially not my brother. (laughs) And, yeah, so we never, I never, like, just sat down and had the talk. Figured out how it all worked out. It just, you just, you just learned. It. What's really, you know, it's funny you say that you're surprised by that. Excuse me. Because not only are they medical professionals, but I also have two older brothers. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that helps out too. And well, it didn't. It could have, but yeah. it didn't. I, I mean, it didn't with me either. So don't feel too bad. No, yeah, I've I've come to realize that the movies just aren't. They're just not real life. Your brother is not going to be the one who like takes your hand and goes like this. This is how you're supposed to talk to a girl. Mm-hmm. And you know, you when you when you got in, you blah blah blah, and they like yeah. give you advice, like maybe bad advice maybe. that you <laughs> learn later on is like not cool to do. do but do we have strange relationships with our brothers? Is that what it is? Does everyone else just have like this? "Quote unquote normal relationship with their brother that they're just like send us an email at <laughs> one beer in, I think it's just one beer in right yeah it's at one beer in one at beer in at gmail. gmail if you have a normal relationship with your brother who and and if he's an older brother and he taught you you know how to how to talk to women mm-hmm. because yeah I think either either we have lived very insulated weird lives and we only have each other to bounce that off of yeah or yes um. We're we're abnormal because yeah. yeah my my both of them were just living their own like I I learned peripherally mm-hmm. by watching them yeah you just observed yeah that's what I did too basically but um, I, I never yeah they never we never just sat down and hash these things out in uh yeah it's all in, in secret and shadow um yeah. were. Were they still doing the uh, the the sex ed? Oh, they were doing it. Class, yes. for you too. Yes. Yeah, you have that one day you go into like an auditorium room and they put on the videotape of you know. So maybe my parents were like, "That's enough." He, he got, got it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely. I don't know, man. There's a lot that informs why you know you do the things that you do when it comes to stuff like that. Being just, I mean, probably overly freaked out about having a kid too young uh-huh. definitely informs like just being like I'll I'll talk to some people who are who are just like they'll hook up with people and just be like yeah I mean I pulled out I'm like you pulled out <laughs> what is the matter with you not good enough not good enough no I uh I mean I also coming from a, a mother who. It was a nurse she always basically told me the horror stories of like people are full of disease 
So you got to wash your hands a lot. You got to wash your hands before you eat uh, and never have unprotected sex. <laughs> no, no. That was always a thing. That was always a thing. No. And it, 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 I mean, beyond that, she's like, you know, the religious element of it all of, you know, you, you, you have sex with somebody you really care about a lot. You, you know, it's, it's a, it's a gift from God. <laughs> really? Yes. You know, it's, it's something that you should only share with somebody you really care about and you really love. Wow. And, uh, uh, check out my only fans. Hey, uh, we sharing it with everybody that we love. <coughs> All of our fans. I really care about that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how I was raised on it, and that always kept me like, no, <laughs> you mm-hmm. you never you you never go unprotected. You always just stick with somebody that you're in a relationship with. I, like I was never a serial dater, never like just a one night stand kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's largely to do with that uh, that sort of uh, appreciation. And healthy fear of the uh, the STDs and the babies. I don't know if I'd call it healthy, but it was a fear. Yeah, is a fear. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, same. And I, I think that also comes too because we're just a, a hop away from the entire generation that was completely petrified of AIDS. That's and, true. And ravaged by AIDS in the eighties, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. good for us, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, we lucked out. We we did. <laughs> we did. Everyone, uh, like, condoms come out, and they're like, yeah, cool. I guess we'll use them sometimes if we're a sailor or whatever. But And then 80s came around, and it's like, oh, we really need to be more careful. Yeah. And then we, we, uh, uh, we, we, our generation. Yeah, I remember, um, I can't remember. I think it's an Omarion song or a Marcus Houston song. <laughs> where he's talking about... I haven't heard that name in years. I know, dude. I'm pulling that one from way uh-huh. back here. Mario Winans, <laughs> perhaps. Uh, this song where he's talking about losing his virginity and one of the old heads on his block tells him to um, wrap it up twice, strap twice. Mm. And I always thought, like, oh, that seems like a pretty... Uh, that, that's a pretty good idea. I mean, more condoms, the better, right? <laughs> Right. I mean, you would just think that logically you put on. I mean, why why stop it too? you duct tape a tube sock on the end (laughs) after that? I mean, you just keep going till it's just this like half an inch barrier of rubber. (laughs) There's nothing for her pleasure. (laughs) It makes sense. I mean, can you can you can you imagine all of the ribs? All of the ribs. (laughs) Got more ribs than a whale. <laughs> yeah, I soon found out that um, not only is that bad advice, it it's the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's actually more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Tried it though. <laughs> Tried I mean, it you didn't got, go well. You gotta you gotta experiment sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. By myself. I mean, that's safer than than not. So it's the safest. <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> if you're listening, kids. By yourself is By the yourself. safest. By yourself is always the safest. Always the safest. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, this is the One Beer and Podcast. Yep. The podcast where two brews <laughs> crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Took us to Pound Town. Yeah. My name is Marco Dupa. I think I introduced this, but I'll do it again. 
That's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. I'm still here, Brewskies. And this is still episode 301. <laughs> and uh, thank you, everybody, who listened to and gave us feedback on episode 300. We appreciate the time that you took out to give us said feedback. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate the listens. We appreciate the views. Hourglass Brewing. Hourglass. We appreciate you guys so mm-hmm. much. And that is all I'll say about that. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. And I think it turned out really well. Yeah, it was legitimately a lot of fun. I was, I was kind of worried about, you know, like the logistics you were talking about. But, yeah, I mean, other than setting up, it was a breeze. Yeah. They hooked us up. Super easy. Mm-hmm. And, again, the, the space is really cool. So check that out. And uh, I... I just realized there was more pictures on my camera than I than I thought from before. Huh. So we'll post a couple more on yeah. Instagram. So yeah, check yeah, us yeah. out. One beer in on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, uh-huh. on Twitter, Instagram was trending with the hashtag. Well, not really the hashtag, <clears throat> but the, the auto-populate of did Instagram? <laughs> saw that, yeah. And which, by the way, is really funny mm-hmm. because... It was a collective. Mm-hmm. Did they just Did Instagram? <laughs> and uh, yes, so I don't know if it is user base wide, but the vast majority of us lost the ability to see likes. Something that they were talking about doing a long time ago. Yeah, they did with a handful of accounts as co- as uh, sort of an experiment. Um, ironically. Neither one of our personal accounts were affected, but actually yeah. our uh, podcast account right. was affected by it. So on our podcast account, we can't see likes, but on our personal accounts, we could. And so we kind of got a taste of what that would feel mm-hmm. like and what it would look like. Because basically their idea is so many people are basing their validation and importance on social media and the i guess currency exchange of likes and engagement right and so the experiment was if we remove part of that what would that do for people's psyche what would it do for people's what would it do to the metric of success on the platform Mm -hmm. for these Instagrammers, for these, you know, models, for people who, for engagement, what would, what would, what would this look like in a world where things weren't based on how much I saw that you were being (laughs) engaged with? Mm -hmm. What would it look like if I legitimately just cared about what you posted? Right. Versus face value instead of seeing something's popular and going, I guess I'll like it too. So, um, it's only been a couple of days, so it's it's hard to tell how you would feel about it on your personal page. But did you did you ever kind of scroll through on the podcast page to kind of get a feel for how it looked and what it looked like? Sure, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I still do uh, early on, especially after we post, just to see how something's performing. Because um, by saying that it's gone, it's not really gone. You just have to click to see who's liked it right well so is that the deal if i want to see who's liked yours i can still click it but i have to literally count how many people it doesn't show you a number yeah so you just have a general feel for it basically yeah because that's i mean when it happened to our page what i did was basically do that where i would click it and just kind of scroll yeah and however long you, you can you can see it the user can see it 
If I go to really? your page, let's see. Because I never saw that on our page. I could be wrong. I could have this mixed up. Yeah, because I never saw that on our page, and it never really bothered me because I was able just to okay, kind of no, tell. Okay, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You can't. You you just can't see it. You'd have to actually know the number. Right. So it'll just show a smattering of like a couple of people. Well, Actually, now, no. It's now, just it's now one the person. Now the likes are back, though. Huh. Oh. 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 Wow. I mean, not on our page, though. <laughs> it's still just one person and then others. Really? They yeah. still kept it away from. Okay, so. <laughs> All right. Oh, and it'll, it'll say it actually on the very top of your when you click in, it shows at okay, the very top. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. So, um, is this even a topic anymore? <laughs> well, maybe it's not. Is it fully uh, rolled out yet? Because they tend to do these things in sections. Well, it seems like well they do them in sections, but they wouldn't give it, take it away, and then give it back to us. Yeah. I'm thinking that that was probably a mistake. Okay. It was yeah. too many people to experience it at the same time for them to take it back. Mm-hmm. For that not to be a mistake. For it to only be like two days, happens to a bunch of people, then they just revert back. Yeah. I guess that's true. What I'm thinking is, I thought they had, they had given up on it. I thought they, that, so now I'm thinking that's a surefire sign that it's coming back and it's going to hit mm-hmm. like pretty much the entire user base. Yeah. But <clears throat> I wonder because it didn't make a difference. I mean, that's exactly what I was going to say is like, do you really care? I don't care. I, I Like, I don't care either way. It it It's still something that you can see if you really want to, but... I guess it would matter more if we, if we were getting like you know 10,000 likes and then it and then it dropped to 5,000 and we were like what's going on we'd have to figure out like what but that has to do with like the algorithm and how many yeah. how many people were being exposed to and whatnot and their argument by them I mean Instagram's argument would be make more engaging content then because if yeah. people are only liking it because other people like it then you have like an an inflation of popularity that makes your stuff more popular just based on the fact that it's popular yeah, but who is Instagram to turn like for for them to be like and we're, we're obviously putting words in their mouths, but for them to be for them to say something like well, make your content more engaging. It's like, well, you're you're you are casually sidestepping years of psychology to be like just be better. Yeah. Just be better on the platform. Mhm. Because the reason that people do the, the reason that you f- you see that many likes and then you go well, I mean I don't I don't want to be the one person who doesn't like the thing yeah that that has that has a lot more to do with <clears throat> you know society and people's I mean uh, an understanding of psychology that is far beyond um, my uh, Goodwill hunting <laughs> readings yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just it it's like. I don't know. It's an interesting experiment, but like I said, I I just did, I just don't think it it's going to make a huge difference. But it's also it's weird. It's it's <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, the the more likes, the the better. It's it's it is sure. No, it, it feels is, good. It feels good. But my point is, it doesn't. 
them removing it from like the page itself doesn't affect that uh that level of of I don't know, whatever that feeling is that yeah. validation you get from your pick getting you know more than 25 likes or whatever well people are gonna the people who want to engage with it are gonna engage like i'll like a photo just because i think it's dope and then sometimes if i see too many likes i'm like you got too many I'm not <laughs> i don't add to this. i don't need to do this I, do you think maybe it has more to do with like bots and well, bots oh, liking yeah them? so I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up because yes that ha- that probably has a lot, a lot to do with it just to try to deter people from engaging with bots but the thing is how do you i mean you're not going to stop the bots from liking it and also instagram do something about your comment section. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 getting to the point where it's like... I'm even getting spam in my inbox. Have you gotten that yet? Yes. You're like yes. added to All some comment. All the time. Comment All like, the time. All the time I get added to something. Somebody asking me to be on some Spotify playlist or a bunch of porn accounts that are yeah. like, what are you doing tonight? It's all kinds of shit. I've only answered to a couple of them. And it hasn't <laughs> gone anywhere, so... Are you alone right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. alone. What do you want to do? So... Uh, the instead of experimenting with likes and and different fucking fonts and all this stupid shit what you need to be doing is 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 cleaning up the fucking user base yeah it's ridiculous and yep. and don't tell me that this is this is just this is too much of a task this is the entire point of the platform you think it may be because they don't really want to because a lot of it is, it still keeps people on the platform. What do you mean? Like, uh, <clears throat> why get rid of all the bo- all those bots when those bots game the numbers and keep yeah. people? They and and they're they're part of the game, mm. so to say. This is maybe their maybe. roundabout way of like make making devaluing the like, so that it's not as public, and therefore. You know, it, the value of having a thousand bots on your page to like stuff goes down. But the thing is, if you remove all of these bots and you make it all real engagement, first things first, you're not going to have to contend with the fact that, you know, 70% of the comments on any given page is just, I need something long and hard tonight. Yeah. Well, there's 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 really no way to remove all the bots because they're right. just... It's like a virus. They just keep multiplying. Of course. But yeah, there are I mean, ways to, but you can crack down on it. You yeah, can remove yeah. a lot. I mean, I, I, one of the reasons I stopped hashtagging my pictures was anytime I would hashtag a picture, most of the time it was just spam accounts mm. that would like it and comment. And yeah. I realized that I was just inflating the engagement on on any said post. Right. So like if it was something for music, for instance, if I was posting a snippet of a song and wanting people to go to the link, link in bio, and, you know, 30 of the likes were, you know, accounts from India or porn accounts, mm-hmm. then it's not real and no one's really engaging with the song. So it, like it, it didn't... Indians are real, Marco. Not these Indians. Okay. <laughs> I'll show them to you. Okay. That's a different kind of Indian. Oh, I'll give them a look. <laughs> so they weren't, if if they weren't engaging with the actual post, then it, 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 it was as if those likes and comments weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's the same thing with all the comments that are like, uh, 
link up with us join up yeah uh let us sponsor you yeah dm for collab dm for collab <laughs> that's the good one but that's what i'm saying so what is the difference between removing all of that shit and seeing what we're left with and you know leaving it and knowing that 30 to 40 percent of your comments are just spam. yeah i i think i think the way that they work it right now and i could be completely wrong because i'm not you know a, a an engineer for well, then why are you even talking <sighs> just close the show just All right. we'll see you later this is the one bear button. um yeah i mean obviously i i don't know the the machinations behind the scene for instagram mm. but my general idea behind it is they basically leave it you know they they'll be able to tell if there's like automated messaging going on just from copy and paste content yeah and they'll probably flag that internally like just instantaneously but i think a lot of the heavy lifting has to do with just people reporting stuff so they leave it kind of for their user base which is much bigger than their team to handle a lot of the reporting that gets it down the pipe for them to go oh yeah that is a bot let's close it they don't give a fuck about that either though because i uh flying lotus was talking about how there was some guy uh, purporting to be an A and R for his record label, Brain Feeder. Mm-hmm. So I reported the account, and I said that they were pretending to be someone. Someone from, else. Yeah. I said someone else, and then the only option that they gave me was actually putting an at in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't Flying Lotus. Obviously, it was some. They were pretending to be some guy at who's, Brain Feeder, who's not on Twitter or not public. Right. So I put in Lotus thinking that they were going to give me like a comment section no. or something. They didn't. And then they came back with a review like 10 minutes later and they were like uh he, he this person's not violating any. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, if you've only given me these three or four bullet points and then I have to choose from these things, it's like what? Yeah. What you're not even trying. I mean, it's it's on them because they uh, they streamline that process so much because you have to imagine there are hundreds of thousands of reports happening probably every day. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a near impossible task to crack down to the level that we'd be satisfied with. Yeah. Could they be doing better? Probably. Well, I mean, even so much as when you sign up having some kind of two step verification before you can even get an account. Sure. Yeah. Something. I mean uh, there, but you see then, it makes it harder for it makes it gives you an extra step to get into that account. So that's going to turn a lot of legitimate people off and their main goal is to get as many people in there as possible. Yeah. But you have to think that they're such a conglomerate at this point mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be worried about that. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I know what you're saying because you're, you're probably right. I mean, when it comes to capitalism, it's like, dude, I don't care how many, bodies we get in this building as long as the fucking support beams don't break put more people in this building i don't care so they're probably just like yeah i mean we could do that but that would deter steve over there yeah steve doesn't have an instagram account well and it's it's i mean like the most basic of ux design rules online which is basically anything that makes it harder for the person (laughs) to do what they're trying to do on your platform is bad yeah, you cut that down as much as possible. You make it as streamlined as possible. You, you add in as few clicks as possible to get them from point A to point B. Yeah, and I mean, I felt it myself while going through some websites that aren't designed very well. Like, 
really? I have to scroll through this entire thing to find the thing I'm looking for. I can't yeah. just type it in or like, you're really going to have to, you're really going to make me type in all of this stuff and, or even on your, your phone. Like I uh, pet peeve of mine whining corner for a second. All right. Whenever you're filling out a form online and it's obviously only going to be numbers and they give you the full keyboard instead of just giving you the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah. Just give me the numbers. Like letters aren't an option when I'm putting in my birth date, yeah. right? Yeah. Eliminate them. Just give me the little keypad. Boop, 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 boop. And that's it. Agreed. Easy. So that's my that point. One. I feel that one. That's my point. That's my And whenever I find whenever I see it, I go, good on you guys. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. And it automatically like gets you to the next thing every time you uh, get done with it. Like, <laughs> uh, butter. Uh, butter. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you for caring. <laughs> Thank you for caring. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So, but that's my point is like anything that adds a step uh, that may be deemed unnecessary, they're not going to do it. Right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I remember when I was younger, dude, I used to try to tell my friends, any person that, that made music, I used to tell them, I was, I was, I was ahead of the curve on this one. I would be like, look, you got to make it as easy as possible for people. No one is going to click on this your this link to get to this thing to do to this thing. Right. I remember back in the day when I used to put shit out around like 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. and I would share a Mediafire link. Yeah. Do you know how much of a nightmare that was? <laughs> to like, well, I had to out, I had to upload it to MediaShare or Mediafire yep. or, or any of these like uh, MP3 hosting sites, mm-hmm. and then I had to. I had to either give everyone that link or host it somewhere else so everyone had a place to go right. to download the link, right? So my thought was give everybody the link. It's super easy. Everybody, in my head, everybody knows how to click a thing and then unzip a file because mm-hmm. as soon as you unzip it, but here, this is, this is why, how they made it so difficult for people. You upload the you upload, say your your album was you know fifteen tracks. Mm-hmm. You compress that fifteen tracks plus the cover art if you really gave a shit, or you could do what people started doing, which was attach it to the file. So as soon as you downloaded it, it went straight to your iTunes. So whatever, right? You put that on your you compress the file, upload that to Media Share. So then you come in as the user. You have to click the link. Mm-hmm. It has to download that zip file. You have to unzip it. Then you have to drag and drop those songs into your iTunes, iTunes account. Yep. Then at that point, you have to hope that that person... Or Windows Media Player. Or Windows Media Player. Yep. And then you, at that point, you have to hope that that person has set up auto-import mm-hmm. for either their phone or their uh, iPod or what have you. If not, it just lived and died on, on their computer. laptop. Yeah. I mean, a fucking process. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. So as soon as like SoundCloud came out and then Bandcamp, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Bandcamp is such a fucking. Mm. Bandcamp was the shit. Mm. Upload. It looked nice. It yeah. was free. Yeah. They, you could put like a, a nice little blurb about the album. You could charge people. I mean, not could. You can still do all of these things. Bandcamp is still around. Yeah. But it was such a, such a revelation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to get back to the point, which is the fact that you don't want to make it hard for people to sign up for your thing, but you also have to figure out a way to streamline the shit. I think you're right. I think that 
Instagram and all these other social media services are going to go with the lesser of two evils, which is fuck it. Let them all in because it would be better to just have more than not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And they have their own bots working behind the scenes that again, for clearly copied and pasted thousands of times content, they'll flag that themselves. Yeah. Anything else? Let the masses take care of it. You know? Well, I'm going to go click on somebody's page and give somebody something long and hard tonight. I'm a lonely boy. Boy. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's one of the most common messages I see. Ah, okay. Does somebody have something long and hard? Mm. I bet. I bet I could go to a celeb's page right now. Not a celebrity's page. It's usually like Bleacher Report or like ESPN or something. Mm -hmm. Um... Just that to get one good. verbatim. Yeah, I just want to get. I just want to get one. This one has four hundred fifty-six. <clears throat> there you go. Se- second, second comment. Uh, this, this is a post on Sports Center <clears throat> about Zach Levine's unreal pregame dunk. Actually, let's see it. I'll, 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 I'll post it. Ooh. Oh, oh, a Ooh. bounce behind the back slam dunk. That's nice. Bounce. Between, Between the, the legs. legs. Wow, that's nice. Behind the back. Okay. I mean, that's a fucking that is a that's a slam dunk contest dunk. First comment is Richard Jefferson, who fucking shows up all the time. Aaron Gordon was robbed. Second comment. <laughs> who here doesn't have a partner? I need someone to take me on vacation with a sad face. Let's go to her page. And it's just some bimbo. S- six pictures. Don't you slut shame. She's fake. No, no. So yeah, you're right. You're right. She's but she's a real person. She's and a real she person. She doesn't deserve that. I, no. I mean, um, metaphorically, she's a bimbo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. 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 Metaphorically, uh, the, the bot next, itself is the a bimbo. bot is the bimbo, not right. the person. I right. don't know the person. Uh, Alina, bad girl, come. Mm. It just says come. It just says come. Come. I'm, assu- I'm assuming in in the proper English way of. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then uh no no no, it just says like come like come over. Like just come. Just come. I was like, come on, feel the noise. Um this person says, How are you? Hearts, hearts, hearts. How are you? Oh, I mean. And just butts. And then just ass. Yeah. Uh and then one more. Warning. Don't look at my story if you don't want to be excited. I'm gonna look at her story. I want to be excited. Actually, I feel like if I click nah, I'm clicking on it. Fuck it. Oh, it's just it's just an ad. My fire videos, n- not eighteen, not eighteen. No, 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 no. It says eighteen. Pl- Wait, what are you talking about? Free for my Instagram subscribers. My, f- oh yeah, it does say not eighteen. My my fire, <laughs> it, the the letters of my fire, not eighteen videos and photo. Oh no, no, we yeah. don't want that. Oh, I get what she's saying. She's like a teen. No one. She's under eighteen. Not she's uh, she's not eighteen. That's what she's. That's saying. illegal. Yeah, it's like teen videos. Ew. Yeah, no, it's gross. I know. That. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. But I'm just saying. But then she's like eight. She's like eighteen. And eighteen up and up. But I'm eighteen and under. No, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah, that's not okay to. That's not okay. That is not. That's not exciting. No. She's but she's definitely eighteen. <laughs> she's not a person. Well, she's a person. She's a person. Yeah, but this page is not. The a page person. is not a person. Yes, of course. Okay, let me let me let me, let me save that. 
drafting. <clears throat> you can't do that for the under 18 page, Marco. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Ew, stop <laughs> it. No, that's gross. That's yeah, fucking that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's gross. No, uh, it's it's gross. It's gross. It's gross. <laughs> this will go on forever until you say it sincerely. No, no, no. It's sincerely, not into it. Okay. Yeah. That's, Thank you. I don't like that. Thank you. I'm glad we can draw that <laughs> that that <laughs> no, line in the stands, Ser- Marco. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, line line drawn. It's that's gross. Yeah, that's gross. And you also know somebody- a strange way to like spam. You know? Yeah. 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 Very weird. Very strange. Very weird. Very strange. Uh, for a second, I thought it, it was trying to say, if you're under 18, don't check it out. Maybe I that know, was yeah. Maybe that was the intent. Yeah. And this and that person who's obviously not from this country, mm. who's using this girl's pictures, uh, was... Got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was like, under 18, view or don't. Wait, what? Thank you. <laughs> a thank you. Yeah, no, it's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. Because between that, if you follow a bunch of sports pages, between the porn accounts, the bots, and the fucking dummies who think they're funny on Bleacher Report, it's just, I mean, it just, people are talking about like, oh, Instagram sucks, Instagram sucks. Yeah, I mean, and part of the reason is. No, you suck. Yeah, yeah, the people suck. The users suck on this. Yeah. And they're just letting them do it. If I, I mean, if I ran a page, like, how hard is it? If you run one of these pages, how hard is it for you to go through the comments and just fucking start slicing and dicing, man? It's not that hard. I know I know some of these pages get a lot of engagement. So yeah. it would be difficult if you got, like, you know, a thousand comments yep. in, you know, minutes. That would be difficult. I get it. I think it's, it's easy to say that without seeing how many are deleted because... Yeah, I guess that's true. There could have been thousands already deleted from that one. Because initially I was thinking, okay, well, they could easily take like the top, at least the top 10 spam ones mm-hmm. and just delete them. Yeah. Just off bat. It's easy to tell those are spam accounts. Delete them. Yeah. But uh, maybe they've done that five times over and uh, it just so happens that those are the ones that are next on the rung, you know? Or, God forbid, one time... They see an account that looks like spam, but isn't, and then suddenly, oh my God, they're violating my First Amendment rights. They <laughs> deleted my account telling people to look at my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh my God. Uh, can you imagine the, the... Well, no, but you know, at this point, I think I think an account... I think, a, I think they would be justified in... If they made that mistake, they would be like, look, it's an honest mistake. Look at your account. Yeah. What do you want me to do? It's too much trouble for them. Too much. Yeah. It takes too much manpower, too much time. They're not going to do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? I mean, like we established, it doesn't make sense for them. Nope. <sighs> anyway, all that to say, I mean, if they brought the likes back, all this was going <laughs> to <laughs> They'll take them away, though. They are. Sure. They I, are. I mean, it's always in flux, so they're uh, the, they're always going to be changing. I, mean, I know we talked about this maybe 100 episodes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they first decided yeah. to do this, we, we talked about yeah. it. And the so. fact of the matter is, like I said back then, is that there's nothing constant in social media. How it's do you a, know you said that? I remember. Yeah? You feel Still it? Still trap. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right. When's my birthday? I forget. When's my birthday? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Stupid. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I genuinely uh, don't remember birthdays. And 
barely remember my own. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, May sixth. Are you saying for my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I just took the dart and went. <laughs> uh, was it November twenty ninth? Oh, so close. Eighth. Yeah, you got it. Good job. Yeah. Good job. I'll uh, I'll look yours up. <laughs> I'm taking it off of everything. Oh, so you're not you have do to that. just know. That's not okay. You just have to just know. I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. In the fall. It's in the fall. It's not in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the fall. You've been around for all of them for the past like 10 years. It's in the summer. It's in the summer. Yeah. It is in the summer. <laughs> uh, I remember it being hot. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, July. Uh-huh. Yeah. July 16th. Ah, you were off by one day too. 15th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, see, so you knew. I had to, yeah, I have to do the, the Google search in my own head and I, I get closer and closer. But yeah. I don't know him off rip like that. I, no, I just, no, I just yeah. don't. I just don't. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. People always get so fucking offended when you don't remember their birthday. It's like, what do you want me to do? Genuinely, though, like, and I've used this as a crutch. I know I have. But. I have a really hard time remembering dates, and I don't know why. I just—that's uh, the way my brain works or does not. Yeah. But I just don't remember dates very well. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I just never have. They're not that important. No, I mean, like, I—I I don't even like. Okay, they I might be important. Depends <laughs> on the date. I—I I, um, I've always had trouble. Cause I I just I guess I may miss class the time they taught like what days have how what what months have how many days in them yeah there used to be that little thing you could do with your hands Uh, which which i don't remember i overheard the song one time Mm. april june and november whatever that stuff i don't know it never stuck with me so like maybe that set me up for failure because i just don't know my dates well Mm -hmm. so i'm constantly looking at the the calendar just like writing notes and stuff and like just remember that that happened that time yeah you know know. you know one thing that I never understand how how people remember like um like seasons. Not like not like um not like fall and, and winter. There's, and there's only four. No, <clears throat> not those. I mean like it. Okay, for instance, I mean I've watched sports my entire life. I don't know when any of the seasons start of uh, any at any league. Okay, I just don't. I know the time period. Right. Yeah. But I don't baseball. I, yes, people just yeah. know, and I'm like. How do you know the day that it starts? People are like, "Oh, off season or uh, like preseason's coming up," and I'm like, "How do you know that?" <laughs> Did you just see that on your yeah, phone? How, how do you know? Or when people are like, um, "Oh yeah, uh, um, kids will be out for the next week for spring break." Yeah. I'm like, how do you know what week it is? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How do you know that? Yeah, I mean, it's only gotten worse in the pandemic. Like, oh yeah time is nothing it's 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 gravy in my bowl meaningless it falls to the bottom and just sits there no no metaphor is has become more apt than um dolly's melting clocks (laughs) yeah they're just i thought you meant dolly parton for a second and (laughs) i was like what song (laughs) is melting clocks metaphorically i got melting clocks (laughs) Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time has no meaning. Come on, give me something. Is that? Is that <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> give me something. Come on. 
I could see it. I could see okay. it. I got melting clocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time has no meaning. Uh-huh. Time has no meaning. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay, thank you. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I was hoping you add to it. But I was. I couldn't. I couldn't think of it's fine. a. It's fine. I don't remember birthdays. You don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton Dolly songs. lyrics that don't exist. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was trying to think of the melody of a Dolly Parton song, but... I, Nine to five. That's what I was doing. I know, but all I could think... The uh, only thing that registered in my head was was Jolene. Okay. That's yeah. the only thing that, that registered mm-hmm. in my head. Well, those are the two big ones. You know, I don't really... I haven't really listened to Dolly Parton that much. Yeah. Yeah. Not... Not... No. And people... I hear people, you know, they say how how... How good of a songwriter she is, and she, you know, she's written some incredible songs. So I understand that. Sure, but like I, I just never sat down and listened to a Dolly Parton album. There's a lot of it. I've done a little bit of digging because I, I, I had the same revelation um, in the the revival of of Dolly mm-hmm. that we've had in the past like couple years. <clears throat> oh, when they revived her from the dead. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't be mean to Dolly. Um, but uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I, I I did a little. I was gonna say I did a little digging, but that just is inappropriate now. Yeah, you did a little digging. I uh, I did some research and looked up some of her like her most popular albums and stuff. And, and yeah. uh, what I found was there's just a ton. There's a ton of Dolly Parton, and it makes sense because she's been recording since like the '60s, yeah, or early '70s maybe. Um. But she's done tons of like collaboration albums and like duets and all like she's a long, long line of things. Like our boy Tony Bennett. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I got like 112 albums. And, uh, you know, at that point, it's like unless you're a mega fan, you don't know it all. No. And there's no way you really can. No. Uh, and when there's that much to, to, to look at, it's kind of overwhelming. So you just kind of like go, <coughs> you guys enjoy I, I did that really for a long time with um, Grateful Dead too, because mm. like there's so many iterations of the band and like it's been going on for so long that and it's its own like thing. It's like its own thing. Unless somebody tells me that you need to check out this band in this era, I'll never listen to a band that's not the OG lineup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like unless it's like current iterations sure like i just discovered them and these are the guys who they are right now fine but if this is like some old school band and they're and you know you're like yeah they got rid of the lead guitarist in like 75 it's like all right well then that's when that band ended for me yeah i'm not going i'm not going to listen to the 80s iteration i'm not listening to sammy hagar you know what i'm saying like i'm not i'm not doing it no no respect for no van van hagar no van hagar no No? van Van halen died when when uh well when he died but also when uh (laughs) you're being the worst right now i know i know i know i don't care yeah uh but when when uh uh eddie lee no what what's his first name something lee roth (laughs) what (laughs) what am i just making that up eddie money (laughs) he could have done it too Who's the lead singer of Van Halen? Lee Roth. Something Lee Roth. Right? I gotcha. I gotcha. Anyway, when he left, that was it. And 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 that was it for the band, too. That was it for the quality of their albums. I mean, they still had tons of hits to come, though. <clears throat> like what? 
Van Hagar had a ton of songs. Did they? They did. Did they? David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be weird if there was two Eddies in the band. Yeah. That's yep. why he goes by Van Halen. They're like, <laughs> we can't. There's right. too many Eddies in this band. Yeah. What is a look up? Look up the Van Hagar songs. Look up just the biggest Hagar era Van Halen song. Okay. Hagar didn't have it like Lee Roth did, man. Jumping around doing the splits. Ow! Whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't have it. Yeah. Um. There are none. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he didn't have like a huge. I mean, they kept the band going. That's like uh, I was I was listening to some early Santana. Dude. Whenever you get a chance, go on Santana's wiki and look at how many past members there were in that band. Oh, yeah. Well, he had a different different iteration probably every other year. He yeah. had a different iteration. Of the, I, the same. A lot of those like early 70s groups had tons of different like iterations. Uh, Deep Purple. Yeah. Tons. Tons and tons. Uh, they have like different eras of that band. Yeah, I just don't like it. <clears throat> I don't like that. I like that the the you know there's like a there's a sound there's an idea there's an entity there's a personality to it. It loses all of that when you're just like we'll slot guys in. Yeah, you know yeah. there's no there's no attitude to it. There's no like like a like um, Guns and Roses is a good example. Like that first obviously that first iteration of the band is like the best, and then you let Axel go off and you know put. Uh, chicken head or whatever bucket head in the in the band it's called chicken, chicken head. head that chicken head ass wop wop he uh i mean he's an incredible guitarist yeah. he's like you know he's one of those like uh, a virtuoso math 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 uh uh i listened to way too much bucket head for, yeah for a little while there yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he's incredible i watch yeah. i mean i'll watch this shit on youtube sometimes where he's just like fucking, oh it's, it's crazy i mean yeah. um he's like a uh He's like a software engineer on a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it's just. <laughs> but, I mean, he doesn't have the dick and balls that Slash has. Yeah. You no, know? It's, it's and not he the just same. never will. It's not he the same. He just never will. Yeah. So. Um, let's see. What else was there? Oh, uh, Sabbath. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Sabbath, Sabbath is a really good example. I think Sabbath, though, is different because when Dio jumps in, he changes it. Yeah, and it becomes a different thing. And, yeah. and I mean, Dio is fantastic, obviously. D- and see, see, that's not a good example because Dio fucking rocks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, but it's a different band. But it, it is, and they should have yeah. just changed their name. I think so. Because it's a different thing yeah, altogether. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there's, a, there's, there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of them. We're going to spend too much time looking into the air going, which ones? Uh, hmm. Oh, that one guy. Yeah. That one guy. But but to the Dolly Parton thing, yeah, dude, some some of these artists, like I wanted to do the deep dive on um, on like Elvis Presley mm-hmm. just to kind of, just to, I don't know, just to understand it, I guess. And he was more of like a showman. Everything yeah, yeah, that yeah, he yeah. did was you had to, you had to see it. Right. Because the songs... I mean, he sounds cool enough, but I mean, you know, he was one of those guys that when they put albums together, it was just like Elvis sings the blues. Well, and Elvis is sad, especially at that time. It was a uh, singles led 
market. Right. You weren't marketing the album. You're you're marketing the album only because <clears throat> it had all the singles everyone heard on the radio. Right. So it was really just a collection of singles. There wasn't like a cohesive like project in that yeah. sense. So, I mean, a lot of those really early um, artists tend to basically be able to uh, more easily be summed up by like a greatest hits album. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I think it hurts him as an artist. Oh, yeah. No, it 100% does. And I think I think time and distance takes away from Elvis. Yeah. Be- because you're, I mean, beyond obvious, beyond the obvious of, you know, his his kind of legacy being, well, you know, he was mostly put up on this pedestal because people weren't willing to accept black artists at the time mm-hmm. doing this music. Um, beyond that, like, it, it is like what you're saying. It, he was he was the zeitgeist and like you kind of had to be there to to be a real Elvis person yeah. I feel because it was an entire scene and like a movement for people um, but without all that like obviously still a great artist still had tons of hit songs and catchy tunes and stuff I'm but calling, I wouldn't call him great great he was mediocre great pop artist yeah he was uh, people I mean people are gonna crucify me for this but you know, he was just another. He was the guy at the time. Yeah, he's, a, he's a dreamy, handsome dude, just like a Sean Mendez or like yeah, a Jonas who, who, Brothers, who crooned and and you know, made girls faint. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think it. I think a lot of Elvis was a time and place thing, and and the farther we get away from that era, uh, where people were actually there, mm-hmm. the smaller his kind of legacy becomes. Most of them are dead. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it's the boomer generation. So, you know, a lot of them are are aging out and, you know, just not having a real impact on pop culture anymore. Where we saw that revitalized in like the early 90s with like the return of swing and stuff like that. And it's like that. Don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Then it's like a dance mix. Yeah, no, exactly. That continued on for a while. We had a full like. I don't know, maybe five years of revitalizing swing for some reason. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? Everybody's wearing like zoot suits and shit. Yeah. And you've got Mambo number five, number and then one it, on the it, hit. It kind of weirdly blended into a new ska movement too with yeah. like this ska pop punk yeah. that then led into more uh, pop punk. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird time. <laughs> It's like 1998, and they're going, "Hey, Panchuco," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Record scratch meme. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's was, it was weird. It's weird. It's weird. But my point in saying that is like, we're having less of that influence because those people aren't here really anymore. To, I mean, they're here, but they're not like influencing pop culture in that way, right? Uh, to be like, did you guys check this out? Did you guys check this out? Now it's turning into like the 80s people doing that. Yeah. And now even the 90s influencing stuff again. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, speaking of that, that that lady that just went viral for her TikTok defending Eminem. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh gross. Oh, my God. Now listen, y'all here. <laughs> Dude. Um, I'm about to rap. Somebody said... Uh, M- m- us millennials we're not sending our best <laughs> yeah <laughs> this this fight between the millennials and gen z we're not we're not sending our best soldiers yeah 
Another <laughs> saw somebody else tweeted. They were like, "Yo, this uh, this millennials versus Gen Z shit. That's white people's business." <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's white yeah. people's business. That's funny. Strange. Um, I gotta pull it up though. We can we can pop it in probably. Yeah, but I want us to listen to it again. I, I know really, you don't want really like, to listen to it. We can, we we can, can pop it yeah, in. Yeah, put it in post. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> now we're going to listen to it right here. Gen Z's trying to what? <laughs> I love that. Cancel Eminem. Who is? Gen Z's trying to cancel Eminem. Who is? Honey. Honey. Listen, little kiddies, let me make this quite clear. This man was around even before you were here. So what, you're all mad because the man was a lyricist hey. while all your rappers are mumbling gibberish? No. Go ahead and shut your mouth. No. Better yet, go and sit your ass in time out because boys were in laps even before you could walk. Hell, boys were in bars even before you could talk. So, no. Afraid you're null in, boy, dear. I'm afraid your opinion don't matter here because one day you'll grow up and see how everyone went and forgot about Z. Oh, man. What? What? I'm telling you, man. I, I, I watched it. Uh, I watched it a lot. This is one. Of, this is a perfect example of like these cringe talks. That I'll hate watch until my body can't feel things. Imagine, imagine her doing that and going, Fucking nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. What you said about uh, watching it on mute and she's asking for the manager, that's really funny. Yeah, look at her face. Like she's doing, mm, what? Actually, mm, um, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, excuse me, mm. you're, you're null and void. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> I like I like her acting too. She's like someone's like, it's like what? A, someone uh, someone just said it offhandedly. Do you like, know they're they're trying to cancel Eminem? What? 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 Yeah, let me look down at my lyrics. <laughs> Listen, uh, little kids. <laughs> Listen, little kids. And I like how she's saying it like at half volume. She's just like yeah. She uh, clearly doesn't rap. <laughs> No, <laughs> I could just tell. I mean, I'm good like that. How? 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 How could you put um, two and two together? Listen, little kids. Listen, little kids. Listen, little kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's somebody in the other room, like her husband or something. <laughs> yeah, the kids are sleeping. Okay. Yeah. I only have this much time to be a fun mom. Or she's rapping right at her little kids. <laughs> Listen, Listen, little kids. kids. You know what? Cancel Eminem. How about that? Cancel them. I'm done. Like, <laughs> get rid of them. I think we're cancel fine with them. That. I think, <laughs> yeah, I'm not fighting with Gen Z on this. Cancel them. Yeah. Yep. I don't care. No. He's I, he's dude, done enough. Honest, honestly, dude. And this is look. I I like early Eminem. We've talked about it a lot, you know. But if you removed his entire discography from hip hop, I it, I. I swear to you, it would make a difference to me. It wouldn't make a fucking dent on how I feel about hip hop, my influences, yeah. things that I listen to. It wouldn't make a fucking dent. I mean, it's a huge deal. Uh, I mean, yet again, another perfect uh, example of uh, a time and place type of person. I mean, he was, I would say, in his genre, more talented than Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Uh but at the same time, if if you weren't there, going back to those albums, I feel is a is rough going. As somebody born in I don't know, two thousand five or something, you know, like trying to jump into the Marshall Mathers LP, you're gonna be like, what is what's going on here? Yeah, it's a little annoying trying to explain that to people. Trying to like it, it seems that. Right now, 
people don't care about context anymore. They just don't want to explore things completely. They want to take everything on face value. So if you listen to a song like Kim, you're like, this guy sold how many records? Yeah. He had how many people supporting him? This was on something called TRL. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, in within context, it's still fucked up. But it's also like... It makes more sense when you were there, man. No, it, it does. And that, that's that's what I'm trying to get at is like it was definitely a time and place thing where it was like, oh, wow, this white guy can really rap. Yeah. And not only that, but like he seems dangerous. Like yeah. he's saying some really crazy, weird stuff, <clears throat> really aggressive, really homophobic. Uh, and that's kind of his his corner. They, like he's he's on drugs, clearly. Yeah. Um, and hates his mom and his girlfriend. Like, that's that's his that's his niche. That's his niche. Yeah. And we're gonna allow it because it's 1999. Yeah. And um, it was in a in a strange way. Like, I think that almost gave him more uh respect because it was so clear he wasn't like a joke. Mm-hmm. Because he was being so shocking. And so extreme culture that it it, it <coughs> melded into the current, you know, uh, uh, theme of the decade, basically. Do you, uh, do you think that like if a performing artist performing artists from like the 50s, their shtick was I'm going to say really fucked up things. And then, you know, uh, we discover that artist now. And we go, Jesus Christ, they were saying some really fucked up shit back then. Uh-huh. Like, what? what is, at what point do we give the artist, I guess, rope to, to, to do these things versus saying something like, uh, good, here's a good example, like the, the whole Dr. Seuss thing. That's, yeah, that yeah. They, so uh, the Dr. Seuss estate decided that they were going to stop selling a handful of or stop publishing a handful of some of his earlier work um, for various reasons, mostly because of the uh, um, racist betrayal of um, Asian people, black people. And I think it's just Asian, Asian people and black people. Mm -hmm. I know I read an article where I didn't even know this, but like, like when he was younger, he'd do like super anti-Semitic cartoons oh, no. and shit. Yeah, Dr. Seuss. I know that we all have this idea of him just, you know, because of what he's done for our childhoods. Mm-hmm. And he's just like this. I mean, we we do it to all of them. We deify all of these guys like Bill Nye mm-hmm. and fucking uh, uh, Einstein and, and, and Dr. Seuss. All notable and- anti-Semites. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like. When they do, when they step out of line, we go, oh, and it's like, yeah, but he's just a dude. Yeah, yeah. And we made them gods. Well, and especially, you know, the the people you talked about that there's not much footage of in color. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> like, that, there is something to be said about time and place, obviously. Also, I gave you way more beer than I did. I'm, yeah, did. I'm very upset more? about it. No, it's, 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 it's fine. It's, you know, we can't, can't have that on TV. It's the pandemic. Um, Here, pull that back. I don't want to pull focus. Eh? Just put it in between. Eh? There you go. Perfect. Okay. Um, But what I was going to say is uh, with Dr. Seuss, for instance, 
those car like those things were um they were fine then they were acceptable at the time and sure. i don't think uh well i'm not going to speak for dr seuss he seems like a complicated guy <laughs> but at the time those were were representations of those people in the media at that yeah, point that was a pop culture way of looking at people right so say Eminem for instance if you're talk if you're literally talking about canceling Eminem or whatever right his 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 dealings <clears throat> with homophobia and using the f word and the way that he just talked about gay people we knew it as satire because not only because we we just we understood the nuance of the song mm-hmm. but also because he was kind of obvious with it outside of his music he was kind of i mean you know he's friends with elton john he talks about it like all the time like i was just making music i didn't wasn't actually being blah 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 blah, blah right, right? right, right. <clears throat> but if you take those things on face value what's the difference why do we give m such leeway is it because we grew up with him and we understand the nuance is there any difference i i um i feel like the difference you could make not saying I necessarily agree with this viewpoint, but the the difference you could make is that somebody could say that Dr. Seuss, like as we were saying, was only wasn't doing that for shock value. He was doing it because it was just the norm, right? Okay. Whereas sure, right, whereas yeah. Eminem was clearly doing it to shock people and to make him somebody you know your mom wouldn't want you to listen to, and you couldn't listen to on the way to school or something. Mm. Uh, that was very much on purpose along with a lot of other stuff, a lot of violent overtones and, you know, basically uh, working within like horrorcore hip hop for a while there. But if I called you the F word mm-hmm. just to shock you, I still said it. Yeah. I still called you that. Sure. So there has to be something to be said for you're still doing the thing that you're, 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 you know, making this whole thing around and about and nuanced and all this other stuff. You're still doing the thing. Yeah. Right. Which is why I, uh, I I say all that to say, I think it would make more sense to cancel someone like Eminem over someone like Dr. Seuss, given the time and place situation. I'm not saying you can cancel either of them, but I'm just saying logically that would make a little bit more sense. Like if we're, if we're going to trial on this, I think that there's more evidence to show that Eminem was doing it because it would shock people. And I, well, don't tell her that. <sighs> please go ahead and shut your mouth. Please, please stop. Um, but that being said, I think there is something also to um, an artist's intent, um, kind of muddled within time and place, and I think all that stuff you have to take into account. And I mean, I'm speaking as a heterosexual male, so I would completely understand if if you are LGBTQ and can't listen to Eminem or don't think he was a good artist or think he was a hate monger or whatever. Yeah. However you feel about it, I understand. So Yeah, I mean, and I have friends who are gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> We're beyond that. And they're, fr- they're, they're fans of... They're fans of Eminem. Yeah. I was watching this clip of uh, Michael Jackson accepting an award, and uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy was presenting it to him. Mike comes up, and the mic is too low, mm. and Eddie and he he goes to Eddie and he's like, "Lift this, lift mm. this," and Eddie Eddie's like, 
motherfucker, bend down. And he just pushes his head <laughs> down. And he's like, he told me to lift it. I almost did. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Michael. <laughs> <He starts lifting. laughs> That's the power of fucking Michael Jackson, man. Yeah. What a power. Yeah, I mean, any, and now anytime I adjust the mic, I always think about that clip. <laughs> but, uh, sorry. Yeah. I'll get it right next you, time. You having some time here? Loose somewhere. Okay. Not here. That's what she said. That Eminem's Eminem's um <laughs> his peak was that era where that shit is yes. funny. <laughs> yes. I feel like this is a very condensed episode, actually, if you look at it yeah. that way. Like, like uh late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is definitely like some X game shit. Yeah, you know you're you're watching the winter games. Mm-hmm. Somebody snowboarding, snowboarding. Yep, and he just guzzles some Mountain Dew. You've got Eminem on in the background. Yep, not Eminem. Let's what's what's a ska band that was around then? Um, Pepper. You got Pepper going on in the sure. background. Yeah. I don't know what you're eating. I didn't do any of that shit. I mean, flaming hot. Cheetos for sure. Yeah, yeah. Flaming hot Cheetos. Okay, yeah. Or or uh, Doritos. And you're yeah. wearing board shorts Some and nothing Doritos, else. Yeah, uh, board shorts with uh, thong sandals. They have to be White. leather. Leather. Yeah. All right. I'll get the leather yeah. kind that just get a nice perfume after a while. <laughs> That's good. <sighs> like the 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 toe inserts made of hemp. Obviously. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. You're wearing some Billabong shorts. You got to. You have to. A uh, Quicksilver T-shirt. Yep. Or it's just the A style shirt the the sleeveless uh-huh. um and let's see uh, uh hurley cap an oversized hurley baseball cap yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're fitted but you bought the head size that was like an inch and a half too wide mm-hmm. i used to hate buying hats buying fitted hats i hate dude when when snapbacks came back in style i was like yeah. oh, thank god thank you yeah. I fucking hated buying fitted caps. Yeah. They were so stupid. You go yeah. in there and you've got the little thing you can put on your head to size it or or they would they would figure it out or you would just fucking guess. You would just go in there and just put on Try a bunch on, of hats. Try on like five hats. But then like you new, go to, you walk new in the era lids. was different than Michelin Ness yeah. and like each company had its own eight and a half and you're like, how? It's the same measurement. Yeah. How are they different? This is a, a a modicum of what women feel when they're trying to buy clothes. <laughs> ah, one size fits all. Uh-huh. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Eh, eh, eh. All right, let's get out of here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> all right, uh, before we get the book out of here, we have to review this brewski. So, Adam, please tell the nice. What did you think of the delirium barrel aged? Uh, I mean, they don't miss. They They don't don't miss. miss. Final final swig. Yeah, I mean it's it's malty. It's a it's a just a touch smoky. I feel there's a little bit of a a zest in the back of your throat um, that I'm enjoying. Um, just brought home by that that general delirium flavor that I I've come to know and love. Um, a little richer than I think the original. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I don't see that as a bad thing at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. All that being said, I'm going to give this one a five. All right. Uh, I, I agree with you. I'm going to also give it a five. It <clears throat> has this like this um, caramel malty yes. flavor. This this beautiful this this just uh, engaging mouthfeel. This this thick sweetness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I think. Mm. I think I think I gave the regular bell uh, uh delirium a five i wonder if i have to give this a five and a half i wouldn't be mad at you i think i might have to give it hold on one more <laughs> lucky uh. i think i'm gonna have to give it a five and a half okay <clears throat> and i think that's my highest score for the year so far I don't remember the last time I gave something a six and to all the breweries out there, I would like to give something a six, please. I think, I think we might want to 300 episodes in actually write down a criteria. Okay. Maybe have it on the wall here. Sure. For what, what we're rating on. Right. Yeah. And then we can kind of give a real kind of get a good a better idea of what makes a four versus a five just freestyling this okay real quick we can obviously refine Mm -hmm. but we can make each we can make three criteria one two three yeah each of them worth two points two bottle caps okay um so it it can be like iron chef where we rate it and we give one or two or maybe a half if we want each way down that list and uh-huh. at the end we have our review okay yeah okay let's work on this okay i like that yeah all right so five and a half for myself five five for the big guy are we good i think we're good all right <clears throat> we're gonna go watch some old x games from like 98 mm-hmm. um watch some fucking dave mira rest in peace mm. this has been the one baron podcast <laughs> For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Oh, he on X Games mode. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere podcasts are listened to. And have a beautiful week. We love you. Yeah.